Welcome back to Talk Tender. I am your host this evening, E. I hope you guys are in good energy, good vibes, good spirit. You already know you can follow the podcast on all socials, Instagram and TikTok at Talk Tender Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe on YouTube at Talk Tender. I have a special guest in the studio with me this evening. My name is Ralphie Gianni. I don't really want to tell y'all what I do. I mean, I feel like we should get deeper into that. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> you ain't got like no inf- or no social media intros you want to give out? Oh, you you chill? You ain't you ain't on that? It's cool. I feel like you do that at the end. The end? Yeah. Okay, okay. You the guest? Your vibe? Your rules? Okay, so here on the pod, we kick the show off with a segment called Happy Hour. Basically, all that is the little game that I put together, and I just like actual question, give you a scenario. You just give me feedback. Okay, bet, bet, bet. All right, cool. Happy hour. We're supposed to be drinking. Yeah, you, you got the wine. Yeah, I ain't never had wine before. I'm so, y'all, he ain't never had wine, so that's crazy. So, hold on. We gonna... Do the same thing? You don't do that? Like champagne? Like, yeah, hold on, hold on. I'm talking to you real quick. So, like, I wanted to toast to everything that you have going on that we're going to get into in the show. You being on the pod. This is the first pod he's been on, you guys. Just a good good show, good vibe, good energy. Good energy. There we go. Go sip. Sip. Is it too sweet? Tastes like Carlos Rossi. Carlos Rossi? No. Yeah. That, that ain't Carlos Rossi. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's what it is. It's sweet. I, see, I got a one that's a little more dry. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, most, like most people don't like dry. I like either way. Okay, so we're going to get into happy hour, okay? That's cool. So, being that we are in the season of love, we as women, we always hear men say, be my peace. So, you as a man, what does that look like to you? What does that entail, your woman being your peace? Man, I feel like, because <laughs> people don't be peaceful. <laughs> True. But I feel like to be somebody peace, you got to be at peace with yourself. For sure. And I feel like a lot of people not at peace with themselves. So it's like you might meet a female, y'all might get in, you feel me, start dating and stuff like that, but they might just be on something different. Like that don't mean that they you gotta be in love with yourself and at peace with yourself before you can be somebody else's peace. How can you be somebody else's peace when your life shaky? Most definitely. Most definitely. To me it's like being my peace is more so understanding me. Like I feel like when you with somebody you gotta understand them. If you can understand somebody and know how something works, it's like a system. You know how to work the system. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. Do you believe in like love languages and stuff like that? Yeah. Do you have any specific? Yeah, when I took the test, I took the test. <laughs> <laughs> I took the test. You said, wait, hold on, what's the test? I don't even know, what's the test? You know, in the book, it's a it's a, a test at the end. And it, really? You answer all the questions and they tell you like, your top one, two, three, four, five. So, like, what's, like, can you recall, like, what some of the questions were? It was asking you, like, the things that make you happy, the things that, it was asking you scenarios, mm-hmm. like, if you if you had a bad day at work, like, what your partner do to make you feel better, A, B, C, or D. Oh, like okay, that. that's cute, that's cool. It was real specific, and then, like, I think mine was, I think it's, like, five. Mm-hmm. I think mine was, uh, it was, like, basically, like, helping, helping a person. So, like, uh, acts of service. Acts of service, yeah, it was acts of service. I feel like for me personally, I think it would be like a good combo of all of them. Like yeah. I say, like if you if a person is like just like considerate, like I would love for my person to just be like really considerate. Like when somebody is like mindful of like another person, that speaks a lot. I feel like because I mean like they care about how you feel, what you got going on. And, they understand you. Yeah, so. type of vibe. What made you want to take the test? I was in jail. Oh, just like it was just like I was reading it. So mm-hmm. it was like, it ain't no, I wasn't reading it to just read it. I was reading it to learn. Oh, okay. You me? Like just to get a point of view from women. Mm-hmm. That's all. When you are, if you don't mind me asking, so like, are you are you dating? Are you single? Are you? No, I'm single. You single? Yeah. No situationships. 
Now, when I was in jail, like right before I went to jail, I had a girl, and then it was like, that's jail, jail. So we okay. Make you stronger, weaker. So we kind of like in that area. It's okay to yeah. touch on this. You know, you had to sit down for a bit. What was that experience like for you? What did it do for your mental? I feel like overall, jail made me stronger. I feel like jail made me a man. Really? Like, yeah, um, it wasn't how we view it, like on TV and stuff like that. Uh-huh. It wasn't like that. It was more so programmed, like, and it's kind of like the streets. Like, you could go in there and think everything is just BS and not pay attention to it, or like, are y'all just talking? You know what I'm saying? But uh-huh. I was really listening to the message and not the messenger. You know what I'm saying? Just because they COs or just because it's like they programmed to tell us this stuff. But it was like the message that they was delivering was facts. And I'm, I'm a big fact person. You know? I felt like I learned a lot of stuff and it was a lot of scenarios that fit me. And I was just like, yeah, I need help. Like I need to be better. Mm-hmm. I need to move smarter. I need to judge stuff better. I need to react better. So mm-hmm. it was a lot that I learned. And I felt like being around, I was in a pod with 118 people. I was the third youngest person on the whole in the whole jail. Really? Yeah, I was in the feds, so it was different. Like everybody was older than me, so that really taught me a lot. Like you know, they all tell you a million stories, but for the most part, they helpful. So it's the the feds is different than yeah, regular totally, jail. Totally different. Was is it like more comfortable or like are you like more like watched, sort of speak? Nah, it's more so the way it's ran by the by the people in it. Like, not the guards. It's about the prisoners. Like, the state more so young people. Mm-hmm. And it's different gangs. And then feds is, like, national gangs. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, like, it's a whole different level, whole different politics. And, like, in the state, you can just fight. Mm-hmm. You can't just fight in the feds. Like, it's politics. Like, mm-hmm. one fight can start a whole race war. So, like, it's real different. It's more dangerous. But to me, overall, it's more helpful. Like, because it is politics and the streets is politics. So, like, it convert real real good to me. Mm. Where are you from? 79th, St. Clair. Oh. <laughs> yeah, my whole hood was in there. So, you, I don't want to say felt. But, like, <laughs> no, like, when I went in there and I was seeing people, I was just like, oh, this is real bad. Like, That's why I'm like, I don't want to be like, oh, you feel humble. Like, because I, I, come on, I couldn't do five minutes in jail, let alone federal prison. You have a very light energy about you. It seems like you ever heard that. Do you, are you, like, into, like, do you believe in, like, energy and, and things of that nature? Okay. I do. So, like, you said you're from 79th and St. Clair. What type of path were you? on if you don't mind me asking that kind of got you in that type of situation man i want to ask you like okay are you like you like a gang member or something <laughs> i'm trying to be like, I was like <laughs> the crazy thing is i feel like i don't want to say that because there's a lot of people in cleveland that never been in jail but and that's that's one of the facts that they hit me with that was like big when i was in there like only one percent of the united states been in prison really and it was like in the feds so it was a big like wake up call yeah to be like oh y'all just be trying to arrest all the black people blah, blah, blah. yeah the, the black numbers is higher than the white numbers yeah but still only one percent of the u.s population has been federal prison so that was like big like damn i'm part of one percent mm. like who like how did i get here yeah you know so it was like i feel like the path that i was on was becoming independent becoming an entrepreneur like you put in a box. You got enemies. Like, you got enemies that you didn't sign up for, but you got to take everything that come with it. Like, once you start climbing the ladder, first, being black, you're dealing with, you're black and young, you're dealing with the police. So that was just automatic. Like, you born into that. You're dealing with the police. And then, once you start making more money, being more successful, you're dealing with your own community being jealous of you. Mm-hmm. The people that you grew up with, the people that you've been around, Jack Boys, that's a whole nother thing. Then you're dealing with the politics, the politicians, the um, council, the city council. Mm-hmm. Like, you're dealing with stuff like that. So, to me, it was like 
everybody against you. Mm. Like, and you, you can't quit. Yeah, keep going. So you out here, young and turnt, and then you get into a position where you have to sit down for a minute. So before you sat down, you said you were on like the road to becoming an entrepreneur. Was that before or after? Before. Before. Okay. So young and turnt, you out here, you know, just doing you. You sit down for a minute. When you was in prison, what are some things that like you learned that be valuable coming out to continue moving forward as an entrepreneur? I would say to view everything for what it is and not what you want it to be. That was a big message from a person that I didn't like. You feel me? That where I had to really pay attention to the message and not the messenger. Because um, me and the officer, we didn't get along at all. Like, really? I, I was probably one of his more resilient people because mm-hmm. I just came in. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people had already been there. Like, I had just came in fresh off the street and I just felt like I knew everything. Like, I was like that. And um, he was trying to bash my head in with the knowledge and I wasn't listening until it got real and then I was just like he hit me at home and it was like wow like he really like preaching mm-hmm. and I feel like one of the biggest messages was seeing stuff for what it is like um, <clears throat> they told us you know the bear and the snake story no you never heard of the bear and the snake no. story no you so the bear and the snake story is like Basically, like, we all know what a snake is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And the bear was going home in the woods. He seen the snake on the ground. The snake was hurt. And he said, if you heal me, I'm going to be your friend. And he was like, no, because you're a snake. You're going to bite me. If I heal you, you're going to bite me. And he was like, no, I'm not. Like, he just kept talking to mental and talking him out of it. And then he ended up healing them. And they was cool. Like, he got out. Once he got to full health, he bit him. And the bear died. And mm-hmm. it was like, you was dead wrong because you knew. A snake. It's a snake is a snake. A snake is a snake. Okay, I like that. So, out. Let's let's move forward a little bit. Let's talk about North for a second. Just the name itself. Where did that come from? When did where, first off? Where did it come from? And then like, when did it start? Because how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. Thirty. I just turned thirty. Thirty. So yeah, like when did you start North and where did the name come about? I started North in twenty twelve. Yeah, it's a long time. Twelve years ago, <laughs> you know. So it's like I was eighteen. So like this stuff, like it's been a long time. The name came from it's Team North. It came from the North Star, because the North Star, like all the slaves, followed the North Star for freedom. And it was like at the time, like my music group, like we felt like we was like we wasn't trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. Like we was standing out, and we was doing stuff people wasn't doing. It was like we had a creative freedom. We was chasing creative freedom the same way the slaves were chasing freedom. So we named it Team North because at the time, it was gang, everything. It was just a lot of gangs. Like, you know, we was young coming up. It was so icy gang, army gang, rosemary gang. Like, it was just gangs. Okay, you know gotcha, gotcha. Like, Cleveland representing their cliques was just gang, gang, gang. Yeah. And this is before the time of Rico, Rico, Rico's mm. where they was trying to indict everybody. So that was okay at that time. Yeah. But then the first Rico came, and it was like, yeah, we're not a gang. We're we a team. Yeah, like, yeah. We're not a gang. We're not trying to extort nobody. We're not trying to be violent. we making music. we making clothes. We want to be on those stages. We want to travel. Like, we want the good life. Like, we don't, we're not out here trying to kill nobody. That's fire. That's fire. So, like, when, because you do, you do quite a bit of celebrating, it seems like. So, when you out, that's, with who you with your team yeah that's fire so it's all of y'all like come creative in different ways like yeah it's not just you and like your perspective or your input and nah nah they and shit. they got more input than i do i make the clothes okay like solo and then like we got like four or five camera people they do a lot of different content they shoot a lot of videos they do a lot of photo and then we got a lot of rappers and then we got producers, like everybody's just working. So the so the music and the brand itself is just all just Come all of that in. just is under Team North. Yeah, that's fire. I like that. So y'all are about to open the store. Yep. Can we can we talk about that a little? Yes. Be I'm a excited. little more excited. No, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like 
Is this, this is not your first store though, right? This is my third store. Okay, well, it's a three. It's a three. three That's three. crazy. I've been seeing three, three, three. Like, so like a month. Be now. like Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, this is my third one. My first one we opened in October 2017 in Richmond Mall. Back in the day, Richmond Mall used to be real packed, and then it started dying down. And then we brought it back. My grand opening, we have 1,400 people. Our fashion shows, we start climbing up 1,600, 1,800. And then we have brought so much traffic back to Richmond Mall that they cut our rent in half. What? Like, we were doing it big. Like, we were bringing everybody else money. So they was like, we ain't going to charge y'all the same rate that we're charging everybody because y'all the reason people coming back in here. Mm -hmm. Like, I was 22. My brother was 21. Mm -hmm. So that was, like, a big thing for them. And then we opened up a store on Euclid. And then that's when my case started, uh, 260th in Euclid. Mm -hmm. So we never got to finish it. And now we on Coventry. Those are like, oh, how do you, just from a business perspective, and then especially being so young, how did you have like your hands in like these kinds of deals or these kinds of opportunities? Like, because first off, that's, I mean, fire for all three of your stores and you think about the location, like Richmond was fired, like 260th, that's a fire traffic yeah. area. Coventry, that's a fire traffic Coventry area. Coventry, the best. <laughs> like, we've been trying to, we was trying to get Coventry when we got Richmond. Really? But back then, it was like, no. Like, they didn't want. Just a hard no? On, yeah, they didn't want us on Coventry. Like, they didn't want no young people running nothing. Like, they just didn't want that. They didn't want the traffic of that. Because Coventry such a mixed a mixed cultural place mm -hmm. with a deep history. And you know, like the younger black crowd get rowdy. So it was like sometimes, yeah. especially back then, Coventry was the trend. Mm -hmm. Like certain days you go on Coventry, everybody be kicking it. Then two opposing groups want to fight. Da, 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 da. They didn't want people comfortable, you mm -hmm. know, over there. So we went to Richmond and Richmond worked out. So that was a good thing. And then Divine, I'm big on Divine timing. At that time, y'all wanted that, but I mean, who's to say how things would have went, exactly. how, how exactly. it would have turned out, but to be present day and you in, you know, basically like one of your dream locations, that's fire, you know? Yeah. The way you just said, like, about Divine Time and is you big on energy and stuff like that? Yeah, that's facts. Because I be feeling like that. Like, I felt like that about just being successful, period. Like, the time points that you really reaching your goals. Like, you might want something so bad, but you really might not be ready for it. Oh, my God. I, that's a big lesson that I've learned, big like, lesson. over the past, like, I say six to seven months. Like, I feel like that's a big part. Like, I'm big on, like, manifesting and things like that. And I feel like sometimes, well, a big part of manifesting is, like, preparing yourself as a person to be able to take on and maintain whatever it is that you're trying to bring in. I feel like a lot of us get so caught up on that where it's like we just asking for what we want right here and there. And we be like, well, damn, like, why well, it's not coming or whatever. It's like, well, you ain't in no position to even, if I gave this to you right now, you'll blow it for real. You will. And you don't think you will because your ego is, I can accomplish everything. Yeah. I can do everything. You're like, I can take don't on Don't tell me everything. I can't do it. I can do it. Yeah. And it's like, you don't, you don't have the, the tools or the mindset right now to do what you got to do. Or you got the wrong people around you. That's a big thing, too. Big. Did you, I can imagine, are you, like, kind of, like, taking in your success and everything with the same people you started with? Yeah. You are? Yeah. And um, I've been working with some of the same people I've been meeting. A lot of new people. Your network is your network. I've been meeting a lot of new people. And to me, it's just, like, I feel like, and people are not going to agree with this, but I feel like, the people you start with take you for granted. Like, Why you say I that? really feel like that. Because they used to you. And I feel like when they used to you, it's like a, you know, like, they could, they could dim your light. They used to the access. They of, used to the access. To the like, access. You, you, you they cousin. Like, yeah. I see you every day. Okay, I get that. And they don't realize the importance. They might not see how to, how to gradually change. Like, they see the scenarios change like mm -hmm. okay we was at our auntie house and then now we at in california at studios like mm -hmm. they see scenery but mm -hmm. they don't see it take a minute for them to see 
how you affect other people. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it might be different. Like, we, we used to being around you. Like, you talk like that. Mm-hmm. You, the way you motivate people, like, you've been like that since we was kids. So that might be normal. But when you see two, three random people walking up to you, trying to talk to you, hey, da-da-da-da, then you start hearing the conversation, like, mm-hmm. people bring your name up all the time. Then, like, people really pushing for you to go up. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Like, it's different. And I feel like the people around you is, you, it's home. I like, yeah, it's home. I like that. They they take it for granted, though. Because I say a lot of people see your light before you see it. It's just, like I said, they had that access, so it's not really, like, light to them. You know? Like, they like, oh, it's, like you said, it's there. He, that's him. We know right. him. Hmm. Okay, okay. Where are you um, with starting the store and everything, the Coventry location? I know you were saying earlier about, like, a grand opening or official opening. Yeah. So we trying to have a grand opening March 1st. Right now, we, like, 50% done. We waiting on inspection. It should, they should have done it today, but I'm pretty sure they're going to do it tomorrow. Then after that, it's just drywall, floor paint. It's, like, the simple things that take a day, two days, three days. Mm. And then it's to decorate. The decorating the best part to me. Like, that's the part where I got control. I don't got control right now. But when it's time to put it together and make it real artsy and make it... Aesthetically pleasing. Aesthetically pleasing. Like, I want it to be that location where it's like, when you come to Cleveland, you got to go there. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can't even believe it's here. Like, I got to go there. Like, this is the vibe. Like, I always want to be in there. Because that's how I was in the mall. But it was like, in the mall, it was certain things that we could do and that we couldn't do because we were in the mall. Like, it was still, like, fire safety and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, like, we couldn't put, like, a studio or a booth or certain walls mm-hmm. in there because it was, like, a fire hazard. How have you been feeling, like, during this whole process? Like, is it, like, surreal or... Are you overwhelming. Feeling? Overwhelming? Yeah, it's overwhelming. It's, it's, like, when you do so much, people just expect you to, like, always do so much. Like, people expect you to, like never sweat mm-hmm. and it's like for the most part I don't but it's still like mentally like bashing like today I was I went to sleep for like 12 hours like I don't sleep like I'll be up all night all day like oh, that's not good I'll be up so it was like after yesterday then it was like I would sleep all day to 8 50 like crazy so it'd be like it'd be a lot to handle like I said like you fighting a lot of things like and then at the same time, you still got the pressures of being great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't not be great. Like, you got to be great. <laughs> I mean. Like, that's oh I mean, I'm not like that. Like, I don't like excuses. You know what I'm saying? I'm big on myself with excuses. Like, I don't like excuses. So, I'm going to do everything I got to do to get done what I got to get done. Like, that's just who I am as a person. I never like excuses. Like, and I know a lot of people be big on that, but I just be feeling like I can't use a mental health excuse. Like, I just can't. I just can't. Because you either a finisher or you're not. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You either run it down the court, you either going to get the dunk off or you're not. At the end of the day, it's a make or miss league. That's just how I feel with the world. I don't always sit down and think about everything that I've been through. You know what I'm saying? Or mm-hmm. everything that I had to process the processes, the hurt, the pain, the trauma, the PTSD of it, I just keep going. And it was like... Do you feel like that's good or bad? People tell me it's bad. My mom told me it's bad. It's bad? Yeah. I was I, I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm going to say it's unhealthy. That's the word, unhealthy. It ain't healthy. But I'll never be feeling like I'm going to just blow up or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I don't be feeling like that. I feel like I'm too, like, calm. It do get to you, though. Like, it get to you, though. And I just felt like eventually working, I'm going to get that time to myself. I feel like eventually. But I also feel like that's what a woman do. That's what a woman do. I feel like a woman, that's, you talking about peace? I feel like that's what a woman do. A woman calm you. A woman soothe you. A woman give you a home that's not, I ain't talking about physical. I'm talking about, like, a safe place. Yeah, it's like a, she give you a it's safe an energy. place. I can't even say it's mental. It's a it's an energy. It's an energy. She give you that that homey feeling 
with her presence. Mm-hmm. That's just how I feel. I feel like eventually the right woman go come along and like, I ain't gonna say forcefully, but like just make me take that time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, and feel comfortable taking that time. Yeah. Not like I'm cheating the game or nothing like that. Yeah. Like, like it feel normal, feel natural. I feel like I'm supposed to be with you. I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We was I was on a previous episode, my homegirl, we was talking and I'm really big on like self care and energy in general on my podcast. And I wanted to ask you like being that you've had so much going on, like do you self care? Not for real. But sometimes, like sometimes I take my days sometimes, like it depends on what's going on. Mm-hmm. I feel like people will say no, but I feel like I, it don't take much for me. So. I mean, I would say self care could be like some of the littlest things, just like having like ten minutes of quiet to yourself. Yeah, I feel like lately I've been doing things that keep me on the right path. To me, that's self care. I feel like like I take my days to go get manicure, pedicure, haircut, massage. Like I got a massage chair in my house. So like I feel like those are the things that like do stuff like that, but doing what I'm supposed to do no like eat right meal prep drink water I know I'm dehydrated I don't really drink water like that really why and it's so crazy because I did like that was one of the things that jail did change because we ain't had nothing so like I drank a lot of water in jail and then when I came home I was still cool and then I got back on that being up all night cycle it was just what? bad. So uh-uh. like, when lately, you leave, when you leave like the last three weeks, I've been drinking water. Oh, but like okay. Before the last three weeks, I've been drinking water. I got some cases of water, but like before the last three weeks, like 2024, I was like, I gotta drink water. Boom. But like 2023, no, I was really like, cause I bought my store in November, uh-huh. so I was just really on the running gun, uh-huh. trying to get stuff done. I mean, self care can be little things. Definitely get more into water. Yeah, I feel like. It's gonna hurt you down the road if you don't. Are you into like meditation or have you ever tried to or do you believe in that or? No. No, you don't? No. You don't believe in meditation? <laughs> <laughs> no. What? I don't. I'm not gonna even act like I'm so deep into it. I just started meditating. Mm, I wanna say like December. And I used to have the mindset like people be bullshitting. You can't fucking quiet your mind and I can't. tune out, whatever, whatever. I can't. And man, I meditated. I'll, the first time I was like, feel like I like actually got my mind quiet was like January, beginning of January. But I had realized like it was also in a time frame where it was like I had previous episodes. They know like I was pretty open about like last year. I had a rough year. Like in all areas, mentally, physically, financially, friendships, relationships, just period. So I've been like actively on my healing journey and just big on that. But the first time I like actually like meditated and got my mind quiet was like the beginning of this year. I had changed my diet. I'm like pescatarian. I had just like got the mindset of just letting go and let God like not looking at all my L's as like losses, but just like lessons learned and just continuing to move forward and just maintaining my peace. And like, I remember the day, like I was like early in the morning and like I do try to do it like when the sunrise, like to catch the sun and like, yeah, like it's a real thing. Mm. Quiet in your mind. Yeah. You know, you got 80,000 like thoughts a day. You can quiet it. You know, and it's like, Cause it's different ways to meditate. Like some people listen to like certain music, music. where you like say a certain affirmation to yourself over and over and you'll be surprised. Like you just keep saying it and eventually everything else go quiet. I feel like the best way to first try it is probably like with like some meditation music. Because like the Calm app, like the rain type stuff. You could do it to rain, yeah. Or like if you go on like Apple Music, they have like full meditation playlist. It'd be a vibe. I don't know, just something to- not pushing nothing now you it just it's a vibe i'm big on self-care and i'm trying to push that on people pour into you and the importance of others can't miss that's a big one though you pour into you. No, look pour into you and pour into others i feel like being in cleveland still like i feel like if i was out of town 
it'd be easier to pour into me than pour into others. But like being in Cleveland, you stood in everybody's face. So like they at your cup, like pour into me now, pour into me now. And it's like, you're not even done making the Kool-Aid. Like I'm not even done. Y'all, everybody won't help. Everybody want that immediate, what they say, gratification or It's okay to say no. Whatever the word is. Yeah, like they just be like, saying no just be irritating, man. Saying yes be irritating. I can say no now. I learned how to say no when I went to jail. But, like, that's just a whole different attitude. I feel like when I went to jail, it was like, it was a lot of 40-year-old men. Like, they'd have been through it. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, I feel like that was the problem before, prior. I was the top person. You feel me? So, it wasn't too many people I could listen to. Mm -hmm. You feel me? I didn't, people in the streets, I didn't watch you climb up, fall off, didn't get back. Climb up, fall off, then get back. You're not even talking to young people. You're not helping nobody. You're not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You're not on the path that I'm on, so you can't really give me no advice. All you can do is tell me what you spectated, mm-hmm. and it's not the same. Mm-hmm. So it was like going to the feds and being around 1% of the people that actually did what I did, been where I've been, seen what I've seen, going through what I'm going through. I respected them. I respected the messenger. You know what I'm saying? So, the message hit deeper. Yeah. Because I respected the messenger. Hmm. You seem a lot more wise than I intended you to be. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful <laughs> way. I really That's don't. Tough. I don't That's mean tough. that in a disrespectful way. I really, That's really tough. don't. I don't. I hate that I begin that. Like, yeah. I mean, people People always say I look mean, so. That's what they say to me, too. Really? They be like, you always just look You do look kind of serious. Mean. Serious, serious, yeah. <laughs> they be saying that when I be in a the club. They're like, why you just look so serious? I be like, bruh, that's some 80,000 thoughts. They be random. What's your demeanor in, the, demeanor in the club? I be I be feeling like you got to protect yourself. Like, just cleaving. You know so you're just alert. So right? I just be alert. You feel me? And okay. my alertness be just looking like I might be looking straight, but I'm really looking everywhere, but... It be energy too, like everybody's the club packed. You know, right now we just listening to the music, vibing. Mm-hmm. Then it's like when my friends there, you get a little bit more loose. Then when you get drunk, that's when you really get loose. But it be like, <laughs> not for real. Like the liquor different. The liquor gets you more loose. And I feel like that was one of my biggest things. Like I don't know how to. People always see me out, but I don't always be having fun though. I feel like one of my biggest things is not knowing how to let go. Like, of what? Life. Like, for the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, we had the club for two hours. Stop thinking about everything else. Think mm-hmm. about the club. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. So why mm-hmm. you go out then? Because I try. I consistently try. I don't quit to try. But, like, I try. Because I work all day, all week. Yeah. Like, I be doing a lot. And they be like, to me, I don't be really seeing how much I be doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do a lot in one day, like a lot. Like, and then they be like, hey, we about to go out Friday, da 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 da. All right, I'm about to come out, boom. Then they be like, when I'm there, I don't know, being a fashion designer, music, you hear the music, you want your music where that music at, then you see the fashion, mm-hmm. what everybody wearing, I be analyzing. So you scoping, okay, yeah, there ain't like, nothing wrong scoping. with that. Cause you know what's crazy, like when I go out and I, I'm, very rarely go out. I just went to brunch the other day with my girl. Shout out to them. You seem like a bruncher. I'm a bruncher. <laughs> I'm like a, I like to be lit by like 5 p.m. so I can get home and be mm-hmm. cool. But I like to, like now since starting my podcast and just like being in actual like scenery to peep what's going on and like kind of like, oh, okay. I could see how that could like be a question or ask somebody just on the pod. Da, da, da. So that's cool. I didn't think other people would scope and be into shit like that, but I guess it depends on what you do. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like doing fashion and music. Like when I'm there, I'm scoping. Like and it's just I'm seeing my customers, mm-hmm. my fan base. Like I'm seeing the demographics mm-hmm. live, not on paper, not on the internet. Mm-hmm. Like I'm here. I'm here with 600 people in the club, and I'm. Shit, trying to get everybody attention. How do you get everybody attention? What is everybody wearing? What is everybody listening to? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That type of vibe. Who you like fashion wise? You talk about celebrities. Celebrities? Mm-hmm. Like how they dress? Mm-hmm. 
I think the basketball players are starting to take over. They be putting that shit on. Yeah, they dripping. I like Shai, Shai, Shai Gildress, Alexander, on okay. the Thunder. Okay. He be dressing. And it ain't just like a, a weird dressing, trying to make a fashion statement, wearing a skirt or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Like, he really be dressing, like, putting it together. Anthony Davis be dressing, too, and I feel like people don't give him his credit because he's so tall. But No, nah, he, he be dressing. He be. Um, it's another tall dude on the Suns. Um, mm, what is his name? Dark skin with the dress. They know who I'm talking about. But yeah, he be dressing. He be dressing, dressing. It's a lot of fashion, real fashion heads in the NBA. It's a lot. On the rapper side, I feel like a boogie, no cap. I feel like a lot of people don't, a lot of people don't got more swag than no cap. I feel like No Cap got the, it's a different type of swag. Like, he got the I'm me swag, mm-hmm. like the confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't, he not putting it on. Like, it's him. Yeah. Like, a lot of people, I feel like it's the clothes. Like, with him, it's him. Like, he make the clothes raw. That's and a lot of people don't got that type of, like, feel, like, as a dude. Like, it ain't like, like, little baby. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like Lil Baby got that type of swag. Like, Lil Baby got notoriety. So it's like, people would say, like, oh, I'm wearing it because Lil Baby wore it. Like, you know how do you do the celebrity yeah, yeah. branding and stuff like that. But I'm saying, like, different artists got different things. Like, you know, Cap got the, you can see it in him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's him. Like, he was like that when, on his first song. You know what I'm saying? And then now he's growing, getting more money. Now he really, like, deep into the fashion and uh, like I've been ready for this yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying so I think you know Cap to me one of the most swaggiest artists do you think people who are like creative whether it's through fashion music art a big part of that creativity is like being able to like hang on to like your inner child and always allowing yourself to express in whatever way that you see fit like with fashion or music yeah i feel like you gotta have an inner child because the inner child is naive like you ain't you resilient you ain't you stubborn because mm. growing up so many people will tell you to quit on your dreams mm. so it's like you gotta have some of that resilience in you to keep going because they'll put their failures on you mm-hmm. and then it's like being a creative it's in your dna like it's in your it's in, it's in you. Like, it's in better than you. You're going to do it for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, like, till you die. Like, it's just in you. So, to me, I feel like from your past, growing up, we wasn't like, I don't know. It was different. You know how that, it's different ways. Like, I hate when, like, black people be like, we was poor. Like, mm-hmm. we wasn't poor all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Beginning of the month, always cool. Right. <laughs> and then it's like the middle of the middle end. Middle of the month, the it's like struggle. Yeah, the like we, we, eating, we eating lobster on the first, you know what I'm saying? We eating pork and beans on the 29th. Like, it just be like that. But I feel like growing up, to me, I didn't have the stuff I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And my dad did a lot. Like, my dad had the clothes and stuff like that. But, like, I didn't never feel like I had the closet that I wanted. You know what I'm saying? So... Growing up, I was already ready to make clothes. Like, I was just like, I know what I want to wear. Like, I was watching Cash Money, you know, come up. Uh-huh. I was watching the Mike Jones and Paul Wall. Like, my mom was big into Texas. I was just watching them, like, and it was like T.I., Young Jeezy. And it was like, I wanted to dress. Like, I wanted to be on the TV and make music. And I wanted to be an icon in that light. So it was like, so that time, like, 13, 14. I really got into making clothes, like, real heavy. That's fire. So I want to kind of steer off because you do music as well. I just always, whenever I have a guest that I'm not, that I don't know, I always make it my priority to kind of just, you know, do my research a little bit. And you had dropped, I don't know what you call them, but the the car freestyles are quite fire. I'm fine mistakes on myself. And the most recent one, the Brody wrote a statement. I said, <laughs> "Damn God, you made a bitch." Yeah, 
That's a fire bar. It is. It's personal. <laughs> no, for real. No, for real. How did that come about? Like with you deciding to just freestyle? Like I feel like is that like a thing for you or? Yeah, I feel like it's faster. It's mm-hmm. me. I feel like it's me not trying to be a perfectionist. Mm. Like I got so much music that I haven't put out just because I want to be able to visualize it the right way, and I don't feel like I'm ready or the right people around me to carry out the vision. Mm-hmm. So it, I feel like the car freestyles is like instant, like it's fast. Like don't think about it, bop, bop. Like, so that was just it. a freestyle. Yeah, it's like bop it, drop it, and it's like that stuff simple to me. Like that's that's like give and go. Mm-hmm. You in the mood? Like my car, when I'm in the car, I'm, I'm in the best mood ever. Like my car, my safe place right now. Okay, you feel okay. me? So when I'm in the car riding, I feel like that's the freest my mind be. Mm-hmm. Like, cause anytime I'm in, I'm in a music mood. So it's like I feel like that's the instant like, and I seen the thing with like that like well, it ain't just that's a normal rap thing like NBA YoungBoy mm-hmm. he had did a mixtape in his car like he put his car in the garage and put the mic and everything in the car and they was recording in the car the car is the safe place like the car is where the most freestyles happen the car is where the most thoughts come because you just flowing mm-hmm. like when you driving you flowing. Like you're not, okay, okay. you're not stuck on nothing. You're mm-hmm. driving. You got to pay attention to what's the cars, but in all in all, you like going from point A to point B, flowing through traffic. You and your mood. You and your it mood. ain't too much that could mess up your energy. Mm-hmm. Every time I get in my car, I got good energy, hundred percent. You love your car. I love my car. <laughs> so when do you see yourself putting something out as a whole, uh, as far as the music? March 29th. March 29th. We That's very our, soon. Yeah, we having our fashion show. We having a big fashion show after the grand opening. And I'm going to put it out there, debut it there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do an EP. I think I'm going to do two. Two of them back to back. Because I got two of them. So I think I'm going to do two. One of them is like R&B, and one of them is like hardcore truth rap type. What's the R&B vibe? Is it, is it I'm good at R&B. Singing? Or is both. You like, sing? I'm good at both. Like... I don't know who watched those earlier. I'm like Janae Aiko. <laughs> like, I ain't about to just hit no notes, but I can harmonize and yeah, you gotta, you make you vibe to it and, like, like to play it, like like to put it on. And I, I feel like people gravitate towards my R&B a lot because it's just, it's real, it's raw. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like a lot of people nowadays, like, we, we still to this day don't have that many R&B artists. We still to this, like, men. Like, oh, it's like male artists? Yeah, male, like, it's still the same people. Chris Brown, Jacquees, Brent. Like, it's still like. You like Jacquees. Bryson Tiller. That's what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? Like, you, you, see, you see how you come in? But I'm saying. Almost you somebody who can't coming? sing. You like Jacquees? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, Brent, Brent is fire. But that's what I'm saying. Like, out of all the new people, like, or people that have been who, who real, like, raw, honest about. Male wise, male RB? Yeah. Who raw, honest about their endeavors? Brent. Brent is toxic though. But it's truth though. I mean, it's his truth. It's true. It's his truth, and a lot it's of y'all are toxic. I will say that. But I mean, look I like at the life he's living like though. Brent. Like he ain't living that type of life to where he can lie to his audience. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like Chris Brown. Like we still, it's still stuff we never heard. Like Chris Brown, cool. I'm not like no like. Me neither. But I'm just saying, like it's still like. With his life, we know his life. Yeah. You know I mean? And it's still a lot of stuff we never we heard. Like, it's still a lot of stuff that you ain't explained. Like, like the events that happened that you never spoke on. And you put speak on it through your music. Yeah, I'm not big on Chris, but I put some respect on Chris' name because Chris, that's, a, that's an artist. I will say that. That's an artist, 100%. We'll say that. What's your, who, top, top three or five, if you can, R&B artist, male or female? New or old, don't matter. Top three, mm-hmm. R and B. Well, in my car, I listen to a lot of. I'm gonna go by what I listen to, not what I think is the right answer. Of course, I listen to Mary J. Blige. Now that's the right answer, and that's the vibe. Ooh, there I we go. There we go. Like, okay. Like I listen to Mary J. Blige consistently. Like anytime I get in the car and I'm feeling like, eh, yeah, I'm about to listen to Mary J. 
Who else do I listen to like in my playlist? Mary J number one. I listen to Tamar. You do? Uh, I do. Mm. I do. Um what's it called? She could sing. Just be a man. Just be a Just man be about it. Yeah, I listen to that about That ain't Tamar. Who's that? Tony. That's that's Tony. Same thing. Her sister. Okay. Same thing. Okay. One of the Braxtons. I listen to that a lot. And I listen to uh, John B. I listen to a lot of old R&B. That's the vibe. I listen to a lot of old R&B. Like, I feel like it's the energy. Mm. Like, it's hard to be mad. Mm. And it's, that's all. It, it was a lot of raw emotion in R&B back in the day yeah, that like, you just don't get. And I felt like they knew now. how to word things way better. Like, yeah, like it was songs that we, to this day, just now, like, Really said that, like yeah, we all like, was singing that, and you. Are my every black mama used to play that Mary album, okay? Mm-hmm. And or at least my mama did faithfully, mama and did I, I mean, I used to vibe with it, but I didn't up, start appreciating it until I became an adult. So my mom listened to Lauren Hill a lot. Lauren Hill. She listened to Mary all the time. She and then on the music, the rap side, she listened to a lot of Texas. But yeah, I, I like old R and B, new R and B. It ain't too much going on consistently. It's not. It ain't not consistently. Like I would say, it's not too much going on. Like authentically, like everybody trying yeah. to remake shit and yep. stuff like that. And it's like nobody's like an artist anymore. It's a lot of yeah, but being like, pushed on a female side. Coco, her. We love Coco. They doing their thing. Like I like authentic people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter what you do, like whether it's bad, good, da da da. Long as you being you, and you happy with. Being you, it's like I can accept it because it's you. You feel me? I can't love you for being somebody else. Mm. I can only love you or respect you for being you. And I like, I like Scissor, I like Coco, and I like her. Oh, her! And I she feel like answer. her really like topping everybody with the she, artistry because she like she, she do a lot. She produces well. Yeah, she was. She play instruments. Both. She's like a. She a little gem. I she like, is. I she like doing her. everything. And then Coco, like, I like the rawness in Coco music. Like, I, to me, I feel like Coco is like the female brand, for real. Like, she Coco up there. I like she, Coco. She doing like the words that she be saying. Like, you'll be singing it because you'll be like her voice crazy. Yeah, but yeah. she really be saying some like toxic stuff too, though. She be saying like stuff. That she I ain't did. paid attention to if it's toxic. Then, I'm um, just so into like I like her voice. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. She, <laughs> she, that's how like old school R and B was. Like they know how to say something, and you ain't even realize what they just said. Like mm-hmm. just seeing you, like and then SZA. Like I like that SZA biggest hits wasn't things everybody felt. Like it was like shit, shit that she felt. Like and it was like. It take a lot to admit that, and mm. it's not the ideal situation. Like her, one of her main singles was the the weekend one, mm. which is like he your man on the weekday, but he my man on the weekend. The situation itself, yeah. The situation itself, like, yeah. and to be confident in it, like, yeah, like I ain't tripping. That's I like people like, who, yeah, like how like, you said, people crazy. who are like in their truth and in their story, because yeah. a lot of shit is relatable. It's just having the balls to like mm-hmm. be on your platform and actually speak on it like exactly. yeah I said that shit to say what everybody thinking but don't want to say yeah what do I like that's a male R&B Neo is always a vibe old Neo not new Neo yeah but I ain't getting my car and turning on Neo I don't expect you to no. I don't expect but when they come on like music choice or something like that I'm like yeah you feel me I'm gonna sing along but like I ain't getting in the car trying to get good energy or nothing and turn it on Neo. That's a guy who Miguel Fire, who else? I like Yeah, um, Miguel Fire. What is his name? Bruno Mars is fire. Yep. Um are you hip to like who he's playing earlier, Alex Isley? I'm not hip. But I like the song he's playing though. Fire. Snow Allegra. Yeah. Yeah. Fire. Who else do I like? Snow Allegra. Alex Isley. Tim's? Yeah, me. Come on now. That's like. Tim's, hold Tim's, on. Like, Tim's is Tim's like. Is Tim's be like, singing to the soul, baby. Oh, God. Tim's like, just make you feel like you want to be in love. Like, yeah. Tim, Tim's voice Tim, is like. Tim's one of them ones. I like. I love Tim's. And that's my thing, too, with women. Like, going back to that being somebody peace thing. I feel like it's your voice first. 
Like, because mm-hmm. your presence is your presence. That's just standing there. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, every presence got a voice. And I feel like your voice to me is first. Mm-hmm. Like, I think people be attracted to, like, different things. I'll be attracted to a female voice. Really? Like, I feel like, yeah, because, like, when you in the club or somewhere, or you outside, you at the mall, like, first thing you do is see somebody. Mm. And you will see them, and you will do a quick judge. But when they open their mouth and say something, mm. you either go say the wrong thing, right thing, or had the right tempo, wrong tempo. And I feel like it's the voice, like, no matter what moods you're in, people's voices get irritated. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, if your voice naturally soothing, like, <laughs> oh, you can't, goodness. like... <laughs> Damn, like you walk in the house, you like, man, damn, did this, did that, da, da, da. baby, what's wrong? You like, ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm tripping. <laughs> it ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> I'm tripping. <laughs> like, I feel like it's the voice. I feel like the voice, because I feel like your voice don't change. Like your voice is you. Like it might mature, but at the end of the day, your voice going to always be your voice. Your body going to change. Your voice going to always be mm-hmm. your soul. It speak for your soul. And that's just how I feel like with that energy. What's your sign? Capricorn. Man, I don't, you okay, don't okay. hit me with the No, 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 no. Ain't nothing bad. Capricorns are a vibe. They're a vibe. Capricorns are fun. Man, I know everything bad and good about my Zodiac male and female. What's, what's bad? Well, I was, okay. Outside looking in, and this, but that's more so female mm-hmm. Capricorns. It's females. The male, I don't have, honestly, I've only really known one actually like known like be cool with one male capricorn and i have absolutely nothing bad to say about him he was a vibe he was fun yeah like just he was big on energy manifestation like he just was a good so r.i.p i feel like people get that people get like we get prejudged like how he was like I feel like you wiser than I thought. Like, I didn't, that, that really that comes off like, bad as hell. Let like, me let me clean that up like, real quick. Excellent. I I I wasn't expecting you to be as calm. I'll say that. I say it that way, and to be I guess interested in some of the topics that we've talked about. I guess. No, the topics is life. I mean, this is life. You ever you never sat down and talked with somebody and it's like, what are we even talking about? Every day. People walk up to me every day, like, and just start talking, like, literally. I just, I was just at Parallel two days ago, and the little homie was cool. His music was cool, but I didn't know him. You know, like, he just came up to me, was like, I DM'd you, da 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 da. Listen to my music. I could freestyle right now. You get you know that line? Not freestyling, but walking up, yeah. yeah. But like, and his music was cool, but it was just like it's not the time or the place. You know what I'm saying, like. The etiquette. Let's talk about that too. Time but that, place. Yeah, oh. like the time and the place. Like it just went the time or the place. And it was just like, I don't look at people like they're beneath me. You know oh, what okay. I'm saying? So I don't like when people walk up to me and put themselves beneath me. Mm-hmm. Like don't make it seem like I'm your outlet. I'm not your outlet. You your outlet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't like that type of energy. Because okay. then you think I'm above you. Then you think you could get something from me. And it's like, I'm still over here working. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I expect you to be over here working. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't put yourself beneath me. You're not beneath me. We equals. We can both do the same things. We both got the same hands, same feet. Do you believe in divine masculine energy? Or masculine energy? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And I feel like a lot of men don't got it. I feel like a lot of women got it. It's getting tough out here. Well, me and women, we both, as a whole, we you have masculine and feminine energy. I have masculine and feminine and feminine energy we can always lean more into one or the other but ideally you want to have a good balance of the both lady the female has been real tough it's been real tough <laughs> mm. why you why tough. you say that going back to this again to jail and one of the main things that we was learning like in the program like we had like relationship stuff too like we you know reading the books and stuff learning the love languages all that type of stuff mm. learn how to communicate learning how to let people vent to me, that was like a big thing. Just being able to be, to submit to the will of learning a woman the right way, not just off of sight and what a man told you or watching your dad or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was like, 
totally different. Like it was just totally different. Like so it was like getting out, I knew exactly what I wanted. And I feel like a lot of women scared of that. Or I wanna say scared, they more so intimidated by that. Like, cause when somebody like you, they like you. Like they just gonna tell you, like, I like you, blah, blah, blah. Or they gonna beat around the bush. Whatever's gonna come out. And then it's like, if you don't like me back, now they don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, my whole thing be like, how can you expect me to like you back and you don't like you? I can feel the energy that you don't like you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, why would I like you? That is crazy. So, so I ain't gonna even say just me. But you can feel when somebody don't like themselves. Yes, yes, I can tell. Like for one, if you're not confident, like if you, if we in the, could I be in a club? I don't like saying that. Let me say the hookah bar. Let's say I was in a hookah <laughs> bar. Like let's just say, say, say you I'm, be outside. Yeah, I'm outside. We around each other for like an hour or two, mm. staring, going back and forth, going to the bar, going to the bathroom. Da, da, da. Then we about to leave. Then you say something. You could have been said something. Oh, okay, got you. You could have been said something. You you was down yourself. Why you was down yourself? Maybe maybe the girl just like was peeping the scenery. Like she had no, to no, scope no. the scenery. Nah, it's different. It's different because the bowl wants to be the. Do you approach women? Sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the time though. I'm not a like avid. Just boom. I'm about to go get her. If I go and get her, I'm going to get her. We might be together for like two years. Because I know what I Just want. Just the two years. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be the average. That's the little average. That's the max. <laughs> but like, it'd be like, I'd be knowing like, because I, I could feel the energy. Like, yeah. I don't know. I could just feel the energy. But you find out shit later on. Like, oh, no, nah, this wasn't it. But ultimately, like, it'd be like, if I'm going to go get somebody, I done already did my background check. Like, and it's 70%. What I think it is, man, mm-hmm. we can work with the other thirty. What's not what's non negotiables on the background check? Non negotiables? I feel like a lot of shit could be negotiated depending on I thought you were say a lot of shit is not negotiated. I'm be like, no no no. Say. A lot of shit could be negotiated depending on what you working towards, mm-hmm. what you working with and stuff like that. But I say it's short it's short term and long term. I mean long term, I feel like I just can't be with no tough woman. Like, and by tough, I mean just like, you don't know how to, I ain't gonna say submit, cause that's a whole nother conversation. I just feel like you don't know how to be a woman. Like, it's it's tough women who wasn't raised to be a woman. They had to be a man. Mm-hmm. So they, they DNA is structured to be tough all the time. I always think you on some other shit. I'm always ready to do something. I'm always aggressive. Like, mm-hmm. why are you always aggressive? Like, chill out. Mm-hmm. Like, you woke up today aggressive. That's bad energy, and I can't change that. Mm-hmm. As a man, I can't change that. Yeah, I, I hate seen. when women think like they be like, "Oh, well, she just need a man that can teach her how to lead." Like, no, 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 no. I had just made the comment my personal social media that I just think, from my perspective or my in my opinion, I feel like as a woman, it's your responsibility to put yourself in your feminine energy, to put yourself in your soft girl era. That is completely your responsibility because if you put that in somebody else's hands and make it their responsibility to put you in that energy or that error you're also giving them that same power to take it away take it away and that go vice versa for me and as well exactly so i gotta be the same man that i'm gonna be no matter how a woman is mm-hmm. so certain things i'm gonna do no matter who i'm talking to you feel me and i feel like i told you i ain't big on excuses so like when I'm talking to a female that, that I, I don't be like hearing the excuses like I be and I'm open to a lot of shit I have been through a lot of shit mm-hmm. so I hate when people like put that persona on me or something like mm-hmm. try to act like cause they see you doing a lot like that you only could be around a lot like we we didn't slept on the flow under the heater too like mm-hmm. you feel me like you act like we don't remember that we remember that vividly you feel me so it's like I can deal with a lot. I'm used to a lot, but I'm also used to changing a lot. Yeah. You feel me? So don't be stuck in your, where you at and you uncomfortable with it for too long. Mm-hmm. Like, cause you comfortable with that. And I ain't comfortable with that. Yeah. So I can't deal with nobody that be on that type of time. And then like me personally, I feel like everybody different with kids, but with I didn't, kids? 
nah, I didn't date women with kids. And to me, the kids be cooler than the women. The kids just be cool. The kids always cool. <laughs> like, even when they bad, they cool. Like, you know what they... Bad kids are most definitely bad the Bad kids, they be like... You, like, what's going on? They just want to be, you feel me, like everybody else. They just want to kick it. They just want to kick it. They, wanna, they just need... Yeah, they express. just want some attention. They want to express it. And it be cool. Like, the stuff that they say be funny as hell. But it be like, to me, it's a control thing mm. when it comes to the parenting. And I don't like that. Like, I don't, you're not in control. You're not in control. And a woman to convince you that you're in control because she's a woman. No. At the end of the day, if me and you break up today, these are your kids. You're not going to let me kick, keep kicking it, playing the game, da, 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 like, you know what I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, something happened, I'm second. You first. These, you birthed them. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That can't be changed. Mm-hmm. Like, that can't be changed. Like, do you want kids? Yeah. I feel like I should have had kids like 10 years ago. Why? I have a 10 year old. He'd be modeling the brand, I'd be making kids clothes. Like, I just feel like it would have been over with already the whole little stages and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like, I feel like the reason I haven't had kids is because I wanted to plan a kid. Like, because we wasn't planning. Like, our parents were just doing what they was doing. And came about. You say plan, you just mean like life? Plan. Like, get married, plan a baby. Oh, okay. Like, okay, okay. like yeah, we're going to have a baby. Like, say it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Plan it, college stuff, all that. Put the money up. Yeah, shit like that. You got a dog? Yeah. Is that like your kid right now? Yeah. Yeah. And my dog teach me that. Kids gonna be kids, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is bad. That dude is bad, bro. He's very cute. You're definitely a vibe. Just roughy, man. You so mellowed out, my goodness. You chilling? Well, I definitely enjoyed talking with you. One last time, you want to let them know your opening for your store, your music, what they could be looking forward to in the future. All right, my grand opening of Team North is March 1st, 1859, Coventry in Cleveland Heights. Our fashion show is March 29th. I'm going to be dropping some music. I'm going to be dropping an R&B project, hip-hop project. Probably together. I might do it like a duo EP type thing, six and six type thing. I'm thinking that. But coming forward, I plan on bringing a lot of artists to Cleveland and working with a lot of the kids, a lot of the youth, doing a lot of um, nonprofit work, and just letting the kids know it's okay to be kids. It's okay to be a teenager. It's okay to pick up a camera. You don't gotta pick up a gun. It's okay to get into the arts, to talk to people, to be more, you know, not standoffish. I feel like Cleveland naturally standoffish. Uh, We just feel like we gotta be tough for everything. And I want them to know like, this could be one of those creative pavings where it's safe to create. Yeah. So that's what I'm working on, changing the vibe and the spirit of the city mm-hmm. right now. That's fire. I wish you nothing but the best. Um, I definitely want to give you your flowers here on Talk Tender. Um, you were definitely a vibe. Your energy was top tier. Top tier? Top that's tier. a compliment. Top, top tier, tier energy. I typically plan for my shows by plan. It's like have everything together and then all week I kept saying okay I got it together I got it together I got it together and we I just kind of let it flow today I had little notes but it was a vibe so the interview was good it was a vibe, it was a vibe. you're always welcome to come back I would love to have you back at some point if you want to is it how was it being the first pod it was a good it, it was, was good. cool it was cool it was cool, cool. who is the middleman between us is that your team yeah here producer well, obviously, like you know him. Yeah. Okay. He producer. He good. He good. Okay. Okay. He good at making beats. He. He real good. Oh, okay. Yeah. He shout out to it shout up. out to him. Yeah, he set it up. He was like, yeah. I want you to be on my people's business. I'm like, I ain't never been on a podcast. It's a, I trust his word. I'm like, it's good. It's good. Let's do it. Okay. I'm happy you came. Um, here on my show, I like to leave. I don't call them my audience. We all just in the chat together vibing. So I like to leave them with a mantra or some encouraging words. Mm. Encouraging words. I would say 
know what you're doing and don't don't ever quit like if you believe in something and i feel like the belief is like real strong if you believe in something you gotta you gotta go for it you can't let nobody tell you no you gotta knock the walls down and you can't never quit because quitting on yourself you just let somebody else win and you don't never want to be nobody bitch you want to be you know what i'm saying like you don't never want to do that there we go, mantra. You don't want to be anybody's bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> y'all already know y'all can follow the podcast on all socials, Instagram and TikTok at Talk Tinder Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube at Talk Tinder. You feel comfortable enough to... <laughs> y'all can follow me on um, Instagram, everything. All my socials is official Ralphie, R-A-L-P-H-I-E. My music is on all the streaming stuff. Ralphie Gianni, G-I-A-N-I. Um... If you're going on there right now, I would say, since we had an R&B conversation, listen to Run To You. Listen to Run To You. Run To You. I'm about to shoot that video, and I felt like that was a real, like, opening up raw type of R&B song. So I feel like y'all the vibe with that, especially around Valentine's Day. All right, man. Y'all already know. Until next time, peace is love. Love is peace. I'm out.